0: What does baptism do? If you ask the majority of people that question, they would say nothing. Or at most, it communicates to others and to God the decision that you have made to dedicate yourself or your child to Christ. But baptism is water combined with God's word and promise. And whenever God's word and promise are combined with something... There's power there. God's Word does something. God's Word united with the water in baptism actually gives blessings and does something. And it's clear from Jesus' own baptism here in the first chapter of John's Gospel what God is doing through it. Here John the Baptist proclaims some of the most profound, some of the most theologically packed, and some of the most comforting words ever recorded in scripture and they are especially appropriate for Lent look the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world so what does this mean John is alluding to a couple of different things from the Old Testament First is the lamb that was sacrificed during the Passover meal with the meat eaten by the, ho- the household and the blood spread over the doorposts of that house to mark them so God's wrath would pass over them and set them apart from death. And second, another lamb, a goat called the scapegoat, upon which all the sins and iniquities and all the transgressions of all the nation of Israel were placed. And that goat, carrying the guilt of all the people, was then sent away into the wilderness, never to be seen again. So when John calls Jesus the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, John's not just being cute. He's saying that this Jesus, by what he's about to do, is going to take himself uh, all the sins, all the iniquities, all the transgressions, not of just the Israelites, but of all people, the entire world. And carrying upon himself the guilt of all people, Jesus will then go into the wilderness to take away our sins. And this isn't just symbolic. Jesus is the New Testament fulfillment of that Old Testament scapegoat. The word that John actually uses here for what we translate as take away is a word that means he will bear them or he will get rid of them or he will carry them away. That's everything the scapegoat did. And Jesus will also be killed, the killed, as the fulfillment of the Passover lamb. His own blood shed on the posts of the cross, causing the wrath of God's anger to pass over us and set us free from death. And his own body and blood given and shed for Christians to eat and drink for the forgiveness of our sins as the New Testament fulfillment of that Old Testament Passover meal. Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And what is he doing? He's coming to John the Baptist to be baptized. John recognized the oddity in this, as Matthew records John saying to Jesus, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you're coming to me? John the Baptist was offering a baptism of repentance, But he recognized that you only need repentance if you sin. And unfortunately, that means that you and I need baptism because we are sinners. We are by nature sinful and unclean, sinning against God by thought, word, and deed. But Jesus had no sin. Jesus is not by nature sinful. Jesus is by nature God, perfect, holy, and righteous. And he goes to an imperfect sinner to be baptized, but he doesn't do it for himself. He does it for us. He's going to be baptized for us. Jesus, with his baptism, is being anointed into his ministry. It's the beginning of his road to the cross. He's preparing the waters of our own baptism. He's taking upon our sins so that He can give us His righteousness by His death on the cross. Martin Luther once described what God is saying to us through Jesus' baptism. Luther said it's as if Jesus is saying to you, you are no longer a sinner, but I am. I am your substitute. All your sins are to rest on me And not on you. I am the scapegoat, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And when Jesus comes up from the water, John sees the Spirit descend like a dove and remain on Jesus. The dove was another animal associated with the sacrifices and services of the temple. And here the Holy Spirit takes its form and and remains on Jesus. And God the Father says directly to John and explains the significance of this. He says, The one on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. The one upon whom the Spirit came at his baptism, Jesus, now gives the, the same Spirit through baptism. That means that whenever any person is baptized, they are being baptized into Christ. They are given the blessings Jesus won. They are given the remission of sins. They are baptized with the Holy Spirit and forgiveness. And that remains and continues to be effective. We never need to worry if because of something that we've done, we maybe need to be rebaptized again. Well, Baptism is God's continual proof to us of our forgiveness. It's not a promise to God of our faith. It's God's promise to us of His. And we are often told to remember our baptisms, and and this is why. Uh, Luther even said that, that every day when you wash your face in the morning, you should think of your baptism. And one of our devotional books that I have for infants even suggests uh, to parents to talk to their children while they're taking a bath uh, about their baptism. The blessings of baptism continue all throughout your life. By remembering your baptism, you're not just remembering a date. You are remembering what Christ has done. Baptism saves because Jesus saves. Baptism saves because it unites us with Christ through faith and it makes us partakers of all the blessings Jesus won for us. It means our sin has been removed from us, taken into the wilderness where it's never to be seen again. It means our death died with Jesus in his death. It means that we are delivered from death and the devil and that we have eternal salvation just as the words and promises of God declare. The Lamb of God has taken away the sin of the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen.